Welcome to Jaguar Jabber, weekly world news, a Nakona podcast series released each Friday relaying the international events over the past week. A huge thank you to Jess Reynolds and Maddie Glom for creating the music and artwork of Jaguar Jabber, respectively. Let's get to the news. Hi, I'm Managing Editor Amara Saez, and this is the news from Friday, December 11th through Thursday, December 17th. Before we get into the news, this is the last news podcast before Academy's winter break. On behalf of Academy and on behalf of the Acona staff, we would like to wish all our listeners a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. The FDA granted emergency use authorization to Pfizer slash BioNTech's vaccine on Friday, December 11th. On Sunday morning, the first trucks containing the vaccine doses departed Pfizer's plant in Portage, Michigan, en route to 636 predetermined locations across all 50 states. The Trump administration also announced on Friday that it will purchase another 100 million doses of Moderna's COVID-19 vaccine candidate, according to a release from the Department of Health and Human Services. The vaccine is still pending emergency authorization from the FDA, but approval appears likely. The U.S. had previously ordered 100 million doses of the vaccine earlier this year, and those will begin shipping immediately upon FDA authorization, with 20 million expected by the end of December. On Friday, the Supreme Court declined to hear a lawsuit filed by Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton seeking to overturn the presidential election results in four battleground states where Joe Biden was declared the victor. This loss illustrated the final blow to the Republicans' hope for the election results to be overturned. On Friday, gunmen attacked an all-boys boarding school in the northwestern part of Nigeria and kidnapped hundreds of students. Some have escaped, but over 300 are still missing. The leader of the Islamist militant group, Boko Haram, has reportedly claimed responsibility. Government officials say they're negotiating the release of the boys. Brexit talks are set to continue until December 31st. Last week, the United Kingdom and the European Union set a Sunday deadline to negotiate the terms of their future relationship. However, no deal was agreed upon on Sunday, December 13th, so the deadline for discussions between the UK and the EU have been extended to December 31st, as the two sides continue negotiating. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson and President of the European Commission Ursula von der Leyen said in a joint statement, Despite the exhaustion after almost a year of negotiations, despite the fact that deadlines have been missed over and over, we think it is responsible at this point to go the extra mile. On Monday, December 14th, 538 of the United States' electors gathered in their states to certify last month's election results with Joe Biden as a winner. 306 electors cast their votes for Biden, and 232 electors cast their vote for President Trump. While the voting of electors is typically a formality, many paid attention to the Electoral College vote this year, as the Trump campaign and other Republicans worked on a last-ditch effort to overturn its results. Shortly after the certification of the election results, Joe Biden gave a speech condemning Republicans' refusal to concede and commit to a peaceful transfer of power. On Monday, Sudan was officially removed from the American state sponsor of terrorism list. The U.S. Embassy in Khartoum made the announcement in a Facebook post, saying that the statutory 45 days had elapsed since President Trump gave Congress notice of the administration's intent to delist Sudan, so the declaration could now come into effect. Also on Monday, Attorney General William Barr announced that he would be leaving office before Christmas. This was announced by President Trump in a tweet on Monday afternoon. Trump said he and Barr had a very nice meeting at the White House and that their relationship had been a very good one. 
Deputy Attorney General Jeff Rosen will become Acting Attorney General. Facebook announced on Tuesday, December 15th, that it is partially lifting its post-election ban on political ads, but only in Georgia ahead of the state's runoff elections. Facebook had banned political ads since the week before Election Day, which is a policy decision meant to curb misinformation and prevent confusion or abuse. This ban will still continue nationwide, but starting Wednesday, the company will allow advertisers who are authorized to run ads about social issues, elections, or politics to run ads specifically in the state of Georgia. Also on Tuesday, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell acknowledged for the first time Joe Biden's victory and referred to him as president-elect. McConnell said, The Electoral College has spoken, and today I want to congratulate president-elect Joe Biden. His comments are significant given that many Senate Republicans still haven't recognized Biden's victory, even after the Electoral College made the win official. Bitcoin breached a $20,000 level for the first time in history on Wednesday, December 16th, as crypto enthusiasts pointed to increased demand from institutional investors for the red-hot digital currency. The world's most valuable virtual currency traded at 5.6 higher to a price of around $20,600, according to market data from Coinmetrics, taking its year-to-date gains to more than 180%. London will impose its highest tier of lockdown restrictions on Wednesday, December 16th, due to a rapid rise in coronavirus infection rates. Health officials have identified at least 1,000 cases of a new strain of COVID-19 across England, which they say may be linked to the rise in cases in its capital city. Also on Wednesday, President-elect Biden announced several more nominees for his incoming cabinet, including ex-presidential candidate Pete Buttigieg as Secretary of Transportation, Congresswoman Marcia Fudge as Secretary of Housing and Urban Development, and ex-Michigan Governor Jennifer Granholm as Secretary of Energy. All his cabinet picks have to be confirmed by the Senate. Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton announced Wednesday that he's leading a multi-state lawsuit against Google. The lawsuit is yet another legal battle for Google, which is currently facing a Justice Department antitrust lawsuit on its search practices and imminent legal action from a separate group of state attorney generals. Texas's lawsuit goes after Google for its control of the ad tech market. Arkansas, Idaho, Indiana, Kentucky, Mississippi, Missouri, North Dakota, South Dakota, and Utah are joining Texas in its lawsuit. Vaccine advisors to the FDA began meeting Thursday, December 17th, to discuss Moderna's vaccine candidate and are expected to vote Thursday afternoon on whether to recommend it. If the advisory panel does recommend it, as it did for Pfizer's vaccine last week, the FDA is widely expected to quickly grant emergency use authorization, which would free Moderna's vaccine for shipment. A federal grand jury has charged six men with conspiring to kidnap Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer in what investigators say was a plot by anti-government extremists who were angry over her coronavirus policies. The indictment released Thursday by U.S. Attorney Andrew Burge levied the conspiracy charge against the five men from Michigan and one man from Delaware. On Thursday, Sesame Workshop began rolling out its first Rohingya Muppets. The characters, a pair of twins named Noor, Yasmin, and Aziz, are part of a $20 million effort to expand upon an innovative form of education at a Rohingya refugee camp in Bangladesh. So that is all the news for this week. Thank you for listening and remember to stay updated with Akona Online. We'll see you with a new episode of Jaguar Jabber in 2021. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Jaguar Jabber and be sure to subscribe to our podcast on Spotify for more weekly news updates. If you'd like to stay updated with Akona Online, be sure to follow us on Instagram at akona.online.